James chapter 3 verse 17 reads, But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. Hello, and welcome back to Think This Way. This is the podcast of Faith Bible Church. As always, I am a pastor, elder here. My name is Bryce Beal. Today I have with me Justin Geyer, another elder here. Justin, thanks for being here. Ah, Thanks for having me. I appreciate you being here because um, we were talking a little earlier this morning. The ladies had their final ladies ministry training time, and we were talking in the hallway because, well, we're tackling a beast of a podcast episode, <laughs> and um, and we don't shy away from it. But boy, being through the things we've been through, it's a doozy. We are talking about today and next week, is race a gospel issue? And in some ways, um, we've chosen race as a test case. Our focus here is actually on this matter of gospel issue We are talking this quarter about the gospel, and this is a phrase, well, we were just talking about this a minute ago, a phrase that I don't know if we had even heard this really before two years ago, the idea of gospel issue, except maybe when someone was talking about the cross or expiation, like those are gospel issues, but relating to cultural matters or ethical questions or whatever, to call those gospel issues, that's kind of a new thing. That got really intense two years ago, and race was one of those things, as we're going to talk about here, that got called a gospel issue. What we want to do right now is not solve every problem and question everyone has in the world, because we never shall. But for the sake of all of us who live in this world, we do want to be clear in our thinking when we talk about what is and what is not a gospel issue. How should we use that phrase, and how should we think about something like race and how it relates to the gospel That's what we're talking about today. So as we get started, Justin, I am curious, how have you heard this term gospel issue used before? Yeah, just like you had uh, said, I was thinking back when we talked about this way, we're going to talk about gospel issue. I was thinking back like when I had heard that term gospel issue, and I think maybe, and this is my failed memory, but I think maybe back long ago, I've probably heard that term gospel issue. It was not very often. And I think in each case that I had heard it, it was something like, um, you know, Jesus uh, dying on the cross or some kind of God raising Jesus from the dead or something like that is a gospel issue. I think like each time I had heard it, it was like, yeah, it's a gospel issue. No controversy there. Yeah, yeah, it's part of the gospel. So, um, but over these last three, four years, uh, I feel like we're hearing that term a whole lot more and the things that are associated or things that are being called gospel issues, um, are the, about the widest range of things that you could find, you know, as I'm hearing these things, it isn't just things that, uh, those who are, uh, believers, evangelicals would say, yes, that's a gospel issue. It's, it's all kinds of, it's things from how we, how we treat, uh, the environment, what we do with, um, animals, uh, all kinds of, uh, different things, wide ranging things like that, uh, are all falling under this umbrella of gospel issue. I think that's really good that we're talking about it because we do need to kind of sift through which one of these actually is the gospel and which one of these are, 
somehow uh, connected to the gospel, but not at the gospel issue itself, you know, not in, not something that is actually part of the gospel. And how do we define that? Because there are things that are going to be labeled as gospel issues that we would agree are very important topics that we, we would, we need to have an, uh, an understanding of, we need to be able to have a view from God's word, what that means and how we handle that, how we treat people, how we talk to, to people about this, but they are not in and of themselves, the gospel or have a, have a connection or an issue with the gospel. And so I think we want to be very careful on how we, um, what, what level we put each of those things on. That kind of gives listeners a preview of what we're planning to do in this episode and next episode, because this episode, we're more issuing a caution along those lines about, let's be thoughtful using the word, the phrase, gospel issue. Next episode, we are going to talk about ways that race in particular relates to the gospel. So we will talk about that. But here we do, in keeping with what you've said, Justin, want to give a caution. I want to start with just an example of sort of the reason we're doing this episode in part is in 2020, when things were exploding everywhere, I remember that Shy Lin, who some people may know, he's a Christian hip-hop artist, very faithful theologically and biblically, still is, has been. In 2020, he's he also preaches and... He had written an article called George Floyd and Me, and it was in 2020, so as you could expect, it was explosive, and people had a lot of opinions about it. Uh, I read that back in 2020. Um, he had given a talk around the same time. It was called The Gospel and Ethnic Unity, and I remember someone texting me in the midst of us wrestling through lots of issues because in that message he delivered, he said that race is a gospel issue. And uh, later in 2021, he wrote a book on race called The New Reformation, which, just so you know all my cards, that is probably my favorite book. I've read a lot of books on race since 2020, trying to get a grasp on things. That is my favorite one. Uh, Bloodlines by Piper is also excellent, but I think this is one of the best, is the one that Shylin wrote. But in that book, kind of as an aside, he, he makes the same claim that race is a gospel issue. I remember when we were going through issues two years ago, someone was texting with me and they brought up Shai Lin's message and said, like, this is dangerous, almost sort of with the sense of this is on the verge of heresy, not quite there, but very dangerous because see how he's conflating race with gospel here. And so I had, we kind of talked through that, texted through that. So that leads us to this kind of broader question we're dealing with. Race is an example, but we have to deal with this with all kinds of questions. Gospel issue. What is it? How do we use that phrase? Is it dangerous to use that phrase? Should we avoid it? That's what we're talking about. So here we go. What do we mean by gospel issue? I'm going to be relying, which I think just about every everybody's relying on this article that D.A. Carson wrote called, What Are Gospel Issues? If you want to turn this podcast off and go read that, you'll get the same probably in a better way. But uh, Chally's had an article he wrote that leans heavily on Carson as well. What are gospel issues? Basically, what Carson points out in that article as he's kind of defining this phrase gospel issue, he points out that probably most often the phrase gospel issue is attached to something and used rhetorically, meaning 
it's not even about the phrase itself. It's a way to make what we're saying very powerful and important. So if I'm really passionate about race one way or the other, or complementarianism, or continuationism, or whatever, I'm really passionate about it. I think it's very, very important if I say this is a gospel issue that turns the dial up to 11, that cranks it up. Because it's not just, well, we can wrestle through this and try to figure this out. It's, if this is a gospel issue, we better get this right, because the gospel is at stake. So Carson points out, oftentimes it's used in just a kind of rhetorical way. The other thing is that, um, sort of like you talked about, Justin, gospel issue is very loosely defined the way that it's often used, it's hard to actually even know what it means. So Shailen says race is a gospel issue. We'll talk about that. Some people would say complementarianism is a gospel issue. Some people would say creation care. You were talking about that, Justin, creation care. Someone had written an article, taking care of the planet is a gospel issue. You understand that in some way, the gospel relates to all of those issues because the gospel is so significant in the world and in God's purposes that, of course, it has some connection to literally everything. But if we get to the point that we say, you know, rabbits with three legs are a gospel issue. Well, okay, in some sense of gospel issue, maybe that's true because God created everything, including rabbits in the fall. There's a picture of that and the losing of a limb. And therefore, you see how that relates to the gospel. But now we have such a loose definition of gospel issue. It actually doesn't mean anything at all. So we have to try our best to tighten up the definition if we're going to use the phrase gospel issue. It's got to be something tighter than just an issue in the world about anything at all. The definition that I would propose, and you're welcome to refine this, is probably something like this, quote, an issue the denial of which destroys or threatens our adherence to the true gospel. So if you have an issue and you deny something about that issue, if it destroys your adherence to the true gospel, so you forsake, for example, orthodox teaching on the Trinity, the incarnation, something like that, it destroys it. That's a gospel issue all the way, you know, that's as close to the gospel as you, that is the gospel. And then you have this word threatens. Can we call something a gospel issue if it threatens your adherence to the gospel? That gets a little more gray because you have to discern, does this threaten our adherence to the gospel or not? But probably we could call something a gospel issue if it's just so closely connected to the gospel that if you deny it. So there are questions about how expiation works, uh, substitutionary atonement, and how those things work that are so close in there, you could say they basically have to do with the gospel itself. They are the gospel. And so if you're going to deny them, maybe you're not a heretic per se, if you're not understanding a point there, but it could threaten your hold on the gospel. Basically, all we're trying to say here is if we're going to use the phrase gospel issue, let's not let it mean anything and everything, or it just means nothing. But we do need to tighten that definition up a little bit so that we can distinguish between something that's the gospel itself and then 
something else that may be very important, but is not the gospel itself or is not incredibly close to the gospel itself. So bringing that into race. I love Shailen, and I don't really fault him that strongly for using the term gospel issue because he defines it so carefully if you listen to his message, and we'll talk next week about that. But we do need to be thoughtful if we're going to call even race a gospel issue. We need to be very careful, as Shailen is, to define exactly what we mean. So we're not just saying there's some loose connection between the gospel and race, but we need to be very specific about that. To that end, uh, Justin, as we're thinking about this, what would you say are some issues related to race that we could consider, rightly, gospel issues? Just let me uh, piggyback one last thing there. As you're talking about how we have this definition of a gospel issue, and if everything is a gospel issue, then the term gospel issue doesn't have much meaning to it. I think the other uh, caution I would put in there is if we have to use a term and we've got to make sure that we define it each time we use it so everybody's on the same page, that isn't a real useful term. <laughs> Maybe we need another term. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or or we just uh, we need to have the division between what is uh, the, something and what isn't. You know, that sort of a thing where we actually are using different terms for that. So I just want to piggyback on that. But so what issues related to race would we consider gospel issues? Well, I think we can go back right there. Um, as I'm, th- as I thought through this is that James three passage where we are called not to have partiality. We're called to be impartial. Um, and I think where that can be a gospel issue is if we are showing partiality, we're going to pick and choose who we share the gospel with. Uh, we're going to pick and choose how we address issues with somebody, whether we see that or not. And we're called to be impartial. And so we are to look at everyone as created by God in his image. And so uh, if we're going to define race, which is ethnicity, it's people of uh, as we see in these last few years where skin color has become like the defining aspect of somebody. And so we have to look and see what happened in your past or your ancestors past. And we've got to address uh, everything about the, that is the prime area of your life that I'm addressing. Well, then I'm not really focusing on the gospel where I'm to see everyone as separated from God by our sin. And we have um, a savior who came <laughs> to uh, to break those dividing lines, to separate those. And now uh, we are one in him through that salvation. And so I think that is, that's probably the biggest one that I can think of there. Um, I think there's also the areas of where we see communal guilt, um, where we can see that um, just because of our skin color, we're guilty of something no matter whether someone's talked to us or not you know they have no idea what we believe think what our motivations are our hearts it's just that i've got a skin color that's and it's white is typically what people are saying if you're white there's white privilege there's white guilt there's all these things uh that's looking at people differently than the way the scripture clearly speaks on how we should think and act uh towards others i think those are two of the probably the biggest things that I can see in, in race that, that can be misused, uh, uh, calling these gospel issues and, and using them wrongly. Yeah, because if we're thinking of a definition as if we deny something in this matter that's true, if we deny it, we are threatening the gospel. It's kind of where we are here. And so to bring up issues like you said, communal guilt, 
which two years ago when we were going through a lot of issues and wrestling with these questions, I think within the first month of wrestling, we had released a statement as elders. For those of us still here, you know, we had released a statement giving warnings about matters of race. And that was one of the very first thing, I think maybe the first thing we addressed was, hey, here's a caution, communal guilt. And the concern there for us is, it's not that if someone believes in some kind of communal guilt, which the idea of communal guilt is, most specifically, if you are white, then you sort of in some way inherit a whole system that white people have put in place oppressively. You inherit that. And so there's a kind of guilt that you inherit. And a lot of people define it in a lot of different ways all across the spectrum. But the reason we're concerned about something like communal guilt is obviously the gospel. If we're just thinking of the gospel, what is the gospel dealing with? Like, what is it? It's good news. Why? It clears us of our guilt to reconcile us with God. So if someone believes in communal guilt, you've not thrown away the gospel already. You could be a genuine believer, and many are. But you can see why we're concerned after 2,000 years to redefine the idea of guilt. Very concerning to us, red flags go up, because we care so much about the gospel. It's, we're not really as interested in the political, socioeconomic questions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We are a pillar and buttress of the truth of the gospel. We're trying to hold fast to that. So that would be something, like you said, that we'd consider, that's a gospel issue, how you think about that, meaning that can potentially threaten the gospel. And I think it is fair to say on the other side of things as well, like you did, that someone who's, let's just pick someone who's genuinely racist in the accepted definition of the term, um, just looks down on and considers inferior someone of a different ethnicity. We're going to see next week, so I don't have to address it too deeply, that Paul although it was a little bit of a different matter, but it had to do with ethnicity. And when someone was doing that very thing, Paul said, you are not walking in step with the gospel. So I think that we could say, okay, in some way, this is a gospel issue. It gets really close to the gospel is a free offer of salvation for everyone. And if you're limiting that to a particular ethnicity that you happen to be a part of through racism, then you in some way are threatening the message of the gospel. We'll see more of that next week. I think you can tell even as we talk about this, we need wisdom. We all need wisdom because there are a lot of things to work through in this. Thankfully, that passage we read at the beginning, James 3, we're promised that we can have wisdom that comes from above, not the wisdom of the world, either its ideologies or its political machinations of how we deal with whatever we're dealing with, No, there's a wisdom that comes from above, and the first thing that wisdom is is pure. And then it's peaceable and gentle, and it's open to reason. It's full of mercy and good fruits. It's impartial and sincere. And we would say when it comes to this matter of race, which is tied to so many political matters, can be really intense. When the gospel gets involved, you know, it gets intense. But I would encourage us all, we need to do what we're doing in this podcast right now, even if it's hard, we do need to stop and think about, we can't just say gospel issue or not gospel issue. You have to stop and think, what do we mean by these terms? We have to do that so that we can have a wisdom that comes from God that's peaceable, that we want to come to understanding with others. We want to believe the best about others on this. When something is a gospel issue and that it genuinely threatens the gospel or destroys it, if there's some kind of heresy genuinely coming in, we have to hold firm. We're not going to give any ground whatsoever that's not permitted of us. But on the other hand, 
we also have to have a grace so that when you have others, maybe even confused, because these can be confusing issues, and trying genuinely to work through them and using terms like gospel issue or saying that's not a gospel issue, let's believe the best about believers. Let's work hard to define our terms. It may be in the past that you simply went on Facebook and with all capitals smashed those who disagreed with you on what is or is not a gospel issue. (laughs) Or on the other hand, maybe you thought gospel issue, just anything is a gospel issue as long as you believe it. Well, maybe you thought that way in the past, but may God help us all now by his grace to think this way. 